1: all right let's go hour number two on a friday i don't think i'm ever gonna get fully used to that grady dick outfit my god you you get used to it It's like the sun shining on your face. You can kind of get used to it for a second, but then you sort of look at it at another angle, and it just drives you crazy. Wow, that is something. Uh, NBA draft, we've hit that. We'll continue to do it. NFL stuff out there. In about an hour, we'll talk to Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com. Huge recruiting weekend for Texas coming up. Christian Clark, the running back. Uh, commits yesterday and apparently has canceled that official visit to Georgia. Multiple texters telling us that, although I can't find it anywhere online. I'm going to believe the texters, though. It would make sense if you verbally commit to Texas on the 22nd. Why would you go on an official visit to Georgia on the 23rd? Yeah. That'd be awkward for you and for Kirby Smart. Why waste your time? Now, I'm not saying you never go on a trip to Georgia. I just might not do it the next day. Right, I mean, I guess if you I don't know. It is the time of year when you do all your officials. So I guess if you wanted to, you could. But apparently, hey, apparently, he did cancel it,
0: Mr. Clark. You could visit Georgia when we maybe play him in 2015 when we go to Athens. How there
1: about that? you go. 20, How about that? Little 2025 in Athens. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> um, all right, so we will get into some NFL stuff today. Uh, big flex segment today with the seven on seven going on, plus uh, some other stories about some offers and. Commitments out there. Uh, we got a big-time offensive lineman in the area that's got his list down to two. We will tell you about that real quick. Zay, let's update everybody on the Longhorns. People know Victor Wimbanyama going to San Antonio. Amen Thompson to Houston. We'll talk about that. Mavericks end up with Derek Lively the second with their pick, which ended up being twelve and and not ten. Uh, but also some Longhorn news. People might have missed last night. Some Longhorns that now have a chance to make uh, an impression on NBA teams.
0: Yeah, shout out to Serge Barry Rice, Marcus Carr, and Timmy Allen. All those guys will be on summer league teams coming up in a week or so. Summer league gets cracking pretty fast. But I want to say Serge Barry Rice signed a two-way contract with the Spurs, which means he'll kind of be back and forth with the Austin Spurs and the San Antonio Spurs, depending on how well he does, obviously. Marcus Carr, I don't know as much about him, but I know he'll be on the summer – league roster with the Phoenix Suns, and so will Timmy Allen with the Memphis Grizzlies. So, hey, this is how you show that you belong. If you go and have a good turnout in the summer league playing against guys who got drafted really high and, you know, guys that are coming into their second year of the NBA that are, you know, that their franchise is really high on, then you can finesse your way into – NBA roster, and this is probably the hottest year for undrafted players to do that because like I've been saying with what we saw with the Miami Heat, Duncan Robinson, Caleb Martin, Max Struess, Gabe Vincent, all those guys being undrafted players, now the NBA is going to start looking more at undrafted players saying, oh, we don't have to pay guys that much, and we can still win with them? Oh, Okay, because Miami Heat and Pat Riley, they showed with the example of how good the Heat were going to the NBA Finals with Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo, So if I'm Marcus Carr, Timmy Allen, and Serge Barry Rice, definitely make the most out of your opportunity. Out of those three, I think Serge Barry Rice has the best chance of making the NBA roster. Him being 6'4", 6'9", 6'10", wingspan, that pump fake. He's so smart. Just, you know, how athletic is he compared to NBA athleticism? That's going to be interesting in the sea, but yeah, I think all those guys have a chance to make it. I think just Serge Ibari Rice's ceiling is a lot higher than the other two players.
1: At the very least, even if it doesn't happen uh, right away, maybe you get a little Serge Ibari Rice with the Austin Spurs and you get to go out there and check him out. Yeah,
0: well, that's yeah pretty, which will be dope. Pretty, and Pretty cool. One thing that Serge Barry Rice is going to have on his side with Victor Wimbenyama playing a few summer league games, everybody's going to be watching that. Yeah, And you always hear these stories about coaches going to watch, like, the big five-star player, and all of a sudden, like, the teammate stands out. And they're like, who's that guy? Serge Barry Rice could be that guy. When mm-hmm. everybody's yeah. worried about Victor Wimpenyama. People are going to be wondering, oh, man, that Rice kid. That's a crazy pump fake. That dude's really skilled. He's really tough. He's a better defender than what we thought. Even though he's a slender build, this guy, he's solid. So he's, he's going to get a lot more opportunity with Victor Wimbenyama on the squad.
1: By the way, if you are a Spurs freak, level one, they have announced the schedule for the Summer League games. Friday the 7th of July, the 9th of July on a Sunday, Tuesday the 11th, and Friday the 14th. Those games are going to be on TV, ESPN, ESPN2, And a couple on NBA TV If you are a Spurs freak level 2 Or level 5 Or level whatever it would be They are in Vegas again At the Thomas and Mack Center Uh, Zay, it's never something I've thought about going to But that's gotta be kind of a fun little trip If you head to Vegas and go check out some games I wonder what those tickets are like They're
0: great I've been a couple times.
1: Have you? Like fifteen dollars. I was going to say, so it's affordable tickets. I mean, they've
0: probably gone up those ten years ago with inflation and stuff. But yeah, they're, they're definitely not more than thirty bucks.
1: I can go get an affordable ticket, hang out at Thomas yeah. and Mack, and, and see some young talent, and sit anywhere you want. And one of the oh, be- it's a GA ticket.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. And one of the best things about it with Thomas and Mack, center, it's two arenas connected by each other. So there's, like, two games going on. Oh, nice. And you can just walk to the other side, one smaller than the other. And the people watching is incredible. Oh, I bet. Oh, man, because everybody's there to – Support their team, Chad, and air quotes. When really they could just say, "Oh, we're supporting our team, but we're in Vegas, so we're gonna party too." Yeah, so we killed two birds with one stone, and yeah, it's a fun environment.
1: That's got to be really cool. Yeah. So Spurs fans, that schedule is out there as well. Um, we will talk more NBA draft coming up. I definitely want to get Zay's thoughts on the Twins went back to back. Like some of the mock drafts said, the uh, Thompson Twins going four and five. Mavs making a little move um, and trying to help themselves out money-wise, but also getting a couple players. We'll talk about that as we move on. Uh, Also, some football out there. NFL getting a little bit closer. We're doing the Jets Mount Rushmore today. We'll get back into that. But we also have a new, um, I guess, summer disease in the NFL. It's players that can't stop bragging on their own quarterbacks. Uh, This first one, though, Zay, is a guy defending his quarterback because he thinks another player took a shot at his quarterback, and as we've talked about, his quarterback also thought that somebody was taking a shot at him. So let's go back through this story and then get to the Travis Kelsey chapter.
0: Yeah, it all started when Joe Burrow was asked, which I don't know what he was asked specifically, if it was who's the best quarterback in the league or the best player in the league. Either way, I think it could be the exact same answer. And Joe Burrow humbly said, Patrick Mahomes. Until somebody knocks Patrick Mahomes off the throne as an MVP and the Super Bowl champion, how can it not be
1: him? Yeah, he went with the king of the mountain theory. Yeah. We all can understand that.
0: Exactly. Yeah, Joe Burrow, even though he's a cocky son of a gun, he gets it, and I respect him for saying the right answer. Fast forward to Jamar Chase, Bengals wide receiver, Joe Burrow's teammate from LSU, now in Cincinnati, they asked him the same thing, and he disrespectfully said, Pat who?
1: Well, at first he said he said his. They asked him who the best quarterback was. He said Joe Burrow. True that. Then the then the media, being the media, said, "Well, you know, Joe said it was Patrick Mahomes." Right. And then he said Pat who? Yeah. Then he
0: said Pat who? Yeah. And that caused a lot of commotion to where we saw Pat Holmes at the ring ceremony, and he says this who? What he say that who? And the tweet I forgot what he said. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He was trolling Jamar Chase with a tweet, and.
1: Yeah, what was it? Ah. It was, let me make sure I get it exactly right. Right. Yeah, that's who with with two ring emojis.
0: Exactly, which is beautifully petty by Patrick Mahomes. Oh, well done. And Travis Kelsey, future Hall of Fame tied in for the Kansas City Chiefs. He went on with his brother on their podcast, and he said, Talk your ish pimp, better back it up (laughs) to Jamar Chase saying, Pat who? Travis,
1: and, Travis Kelsey calling someone a pimp is kind of funny. Oh, yeah, it's terrific.
0: <laughs> and he also went on to say thank you for the bulletin board material.
1: Yeah, that's what this is what they all do, man. They're going to find those chips on the shoulder. They're going to find that stuff real or not. And, yeah, it, it got to Patrick. Even if Chase meant it as a joke, he didn't cover it quickly. He let it hang in the air. He let the media take him to a certain spot. He, he, he didn't clearly state, hey, I'm going to pick my guy. Obviously. And then when they said, Oh, you know, so and so said in Mahomes, hey, obviously Mahomes is a great quarterback. They're the champs. That's who we're chasing, but I'm a t I am ai got to take my guy. It's that easy. That's all you have to do. It's that easy. But he let it hang in the air and it turns into a, a diss track because that's how it was interpreted. And now we'll have, you know, a little bit more reason to watch those two teams. Yeah, and that
0: ignorant thinking, Chad, you don't have to go out and stop Patrick Mahomes. You on the sideline when Patrick Mahomes is on the field, Jamar.
1: Yeah, right. So it's your defense that's has yeah, to Yeah, so
0: how dare you? Be- bruh? As if I'm a defensive player, I'm like, dog, do you understand what he did to us in the AFC championship game? You were not on the field for any of those snaps when Patrick Mahomes had the ball in his hands. Leave us alone. Yeah. Let it be. Absolutely. Like, Say the right thing. And yeah, they have every right to use it as bulletin board material because we all know it's so hard to repeat You know, you get comfortable, you get kind of lazy in a way because that same hunger from the year before, it's not not there all the time. So going back to what Mike Malone said for the Denver Nuggets, him putting the target on the Nuggets back, as nuts as that was, he's going to make those guys work for something. Just because he said that and he was like, yo, y'all heard me say this, y'all going to back me up, right? Y'all ain't going to make me look stupid, is y'all? Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, well, we do love you, Coach. You're our guy. It might have been crazy, but you're right. So, yeah, again, as nuts as th- what he just said, oh, we some greedy bastards, we some greedy bastards. Hey, it's so hard to repeat. And you got to ignite a fire some way, somehow. Yeah. I see Kadarius Tony. he was at some jewelry store and he was – Barking at the Giants because he's still mad that they traded them. He was throwing his middle finger up, saying, "I'm gonna wear the ring right here on my middle finger, wow. and I'm gonna show it off to New York. New York, y'all see me? Y'all see me?" He's so, still talking smack. He oh, just won the title. He's still talking smack, Chad. He's still hot. Wow. He's still hot that they gave up on him in New York for the Giants.
1: But you won the idea. It don't matter. That's weird. He probably thought, think about it, that New
0: York living. We just talked about it with Joe Namath. If you do it right, that New York living could be good. That's true. It could be very different from Kansas City.
1: Yeah, and the chip on the shoulder is always real. So that makes sense. By the way, a check of the schedule. Chiefs host the Bengals, but not until New Year's Eve. Wow, that's late. Next to the last game of the year. So we're going to get all of that. We're going to get... 15 NFL games in our pocket before the Bengals go to Kansas City.
0: Yeah, and that point with how grueling the NFL season is, who knows who will be available. But yep. you know that game will have huge playoff implications on seating and you know who's gonna have home field advantage and stuff. Great job by the NFL for making that game when they did. Yeah, that's
1: nice. That's yeah. nice right towards the yeah, end, man. Because this is a
0: rivalry. Like yeah. it's point blank. Bengals, Chiefs is a rivalry. The Bengals have had their number the last few years until this past season, the AFC Championship, with obviously the Chiefs, you know, going on and winning the Super Bowl, and now these teams barking at one another like yeah. this is a legit
1: rivalry. Cause now it's what, Burrow three and one against Patrick Mahomes, but he doesn't have the Super Bowl. Right? right. He has the trip and a loss. Patrick's got two rings and the last win against him so
0: and I know I've seen a lot of Bengals fans on social media that say if Tyler Boyd didn't get hurt in the AFC championship game they would have went on and rolled and that kind of changed everything mm -hmm. that the Bengals were going to do because Tyler Boyd might be the best number three receiver in the league going alongside Jamar Chase and T. Higgins. And you remember he blew his knee out early. I don't know if he blew it out, but he got hurt to where he wasn't able to come back in the game. Yeah, that was sad. And they put a lot of focus on Jamar Chase and T. Higgins that normally, you know, you wouldn't get with Boyd on the field, and that definitely changed the game. I don't know if the outcome would have been different. We would never know, but hey—
1: We'll see. Yeah, no, it's going to be great. I always love those little extra layers of excitement in the NFL. So uh, congrats and nice job by Kelsey and Chase and everybody involved here to fire that matchup up even more. Uh, The other one we have today, Zay, apparently this is going to become a pattern. There is just Packer after Packer giving Jordan Love his love. What is going on at Packers' practice? These are just OTAs, aren't they? I mean. Voluntary workouts? Could it possibly look this good? Like, I get it. When it snows up there in Green Bay, it can get
0: dark. So now they're seeing the light. They're seeing the sun. They're just happy and feeling themselves. (laughs) It's a different vibe, and they're talking real crazy. Wide receiver Romeo Dobbs said this about Jordan Love when asked, what's the difference between him and Aaron Rodgers? He says, can do the same exact thing.
1: Oh, God.
0: I mean, no
1: pressure, JL. I,
0: again, Jahir Alexander, all-pro cornerback, said the same thing about Jordan Love. Mm-hmm. You got Jordan Love himself talking mess to the Cincinnati Bengals, con saying, "Hey, who's your daddy?" Base are trying to say that at least on Father's Day. Happy Father's Day to the Bengals fans. Uh, he messed that all up. But either way, yep. we get what he was trying to say. It, it was foul. It was petty. And for somebody that hasn't taken the snaps. Like Jordan Love, this is a lot of talking for his teammates and himself.
1: All right, Zay, let's help him out here. Let me go inside and try to help because our business can sometimes cause these things. They trapped him into that in a way. What's the answer to the question, what's the difference between Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers? Give me the Crash Davis answer that doesn't get him in trouble. Um, How should he answer that question? Well,
0: I mean, Aaron Rodgers is one of the greatest of all time. And Jordan, I know he wants to be that, but hey, he's doing all the right things to maybe be that one day.
1: Ooh, that's good. That was pretty good. Appreciate you. Yeah, that was good. Thank that's you. Good. Thank that's good. That's good. Let me take a bow to that. Very nice. No, Thank it you. needs to be something along those lines. He is so young in the process. He doesn't even have like. If he had like five starts under his belt and he was four and one and the numbers looked pretty good, that's one thing. Right, Man, this kid, he's just trying to drink out of the fire hose, figure it all out, and he's about to put that helmet on and go be the quarterback for that team after that guy. Y'all need to stop adding it on to him, teammates. You got to stop adding all that pressure. But again, what he said about
0: the Bears, he's carrying himself in that like cocky arrogance aura up there. You mean like, Jordan is? Jordan Love, yeah. yes. Like, I am the man. And in a way, you have to do that. Like, you can't bow down. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't. Act, you gotta act like you're the man, because everybody knows the shoes that you're gonna fill are big as hell.
1: Yeah, acting like you're the man is one thing. Acting like you're already Aaron Rodgers, that's a whole nother deal, though. True. You that, know, very I'll be, true. I'm the man today. I'm the guy getting reps now, and I'm working as hard as I can to live up to being the quarterback of this team, something like that, and then try to move on. But all these teammates throwing stuff in, like, oh, my God. Yeah, he's going to have to show me something. He can do all the same things.
0: And I'm excited to see him. I mean, he's going to have to show me something. Obviously, he's a cocky son of a B. He's going to have to show me something. And, yeah, he'll get
1: his chance soon enough. The receiver even used the word exact, didn't he? Exact same things. That's a tough thing to that's a tough way to say it too. Yeah. He went way too specific. Also, when you're a receiver that most NFL fans barely know your name. Like we're learning your name, right? you probably shouldn't do stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, that's tough. Cuz it's it's kind of a who said that about who? We're trying to learn both of you right now.
0: And again, look at it from a receiver's point of view. I need my touches, Chad. Yeah. So I'm gonna say anything. <laughs> I'm is. gonna say anything to the quarterback that's gonna get me the ball as much as possible because yo, they ain't they don't pay well in Green Bay anyway. I ain't gonna yeah. get the money I probably deserve. So I need as many touches as I can get. So when free agency hits, that people say, okay, mm. this guy, we're gonna throw him some paper. And if I say, if I have to say, yo, man, this Jordan Love dude. Shoot, he might be the next Aikman. If I have to say anything like that just so I can get the ball in my hands more, then hey, so be it. So, Romeo Dobbs, I can't knock you too much. If If that's your mindset,
1: I can't knock you too much. Hey Jordan, you see what I said about you to the media yesterday? Yeah, you just remember look for Dobbs when we break the huddle. Look for that Dobbs on the back on the back of the jersey. He's trying to get a little love. Uh, love it. The summer pattern of everybody talking well, talking great about their quarterbacks. It's not just about Cowboys talking about Dak. We've had it in Chicago, Green Bay, uh, and uh, then the whole Cincinnati and Kansas City thing is fascinating as well. NFL right Around the corner. And again, Chiefs and Bengals next to last game of the year. That is pretty cool. All right, coming up, let's get you a flex segment. Seven on seven starts today for the area teams. I screwed up yesterday and thought it started yesterday. It did for the lower classifications, but. The big area teams that we're dealing with and thinking about, they start today over in College Station, and ooh, it is going to be hot. We'll tell you some of those matchups to look for. Plus, a big-time flex athlete has the list down to two. We'll tell you what those two are next on The Horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning
0: for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help.
1: Oh Nothing like a little ACDC on a Friday Dirty Deeds done dirt cheap That's right Come on now This was not on the album that I made you listen to This is not on Back in Black But Solid track yeah. can't, can't remember which album it's on Actually no no it's Dirty Deeds There's an album Dirty Deeds Done dirt cheap. This album is not as good as Back in Black. I'll just be honest with you. That's fine. I did not have you listen to Dirty Deeds for a reason. I appreciate that. Yeah, ACDC does not have great album after great album after great album. They do have a couple, though.
0: But they have like a lot of hits on the album. A lot of hits on the album. Can oh,
1: there's like one yeah. or two on every yeah. record that you're just going to get fired up about. Love me some ACDC. Brian Adams and Stevie Nicks also today. As we get into the show, about halfway through, Zay, how we doing on your lean? How we doing on your honeymoon next week lean? Are you still focused? Oh, I'm in the groove. You're still with me? Oh yeah, I'm good. You do know that the Atlanta Hawks did not draft Tree Rollins last night. You know that, right? You do understand that? <laughs> yeah, Yo,
0: you have said some names today, man. I respect it. I've heard Alex English, Vladdy Divock. The, Eldon Campbell. You've thrown some names out today, man. The Bucks are taking me back. The
1: Bucks are not trying to pair Sidney Moncrief up with the freak. <laughs> you know that, right? Yo, Sid the Kid, man. Loved Moncrief. Lock up. Loved him when he I was had a kid.
0: Fly Nike shoes, man. God. He, he used to give the Celtics and the Pistons
1: hell. I know. I wish he could have gotten by Larry a couple times. I was. He rooting. did
0: one time, I think.
1: I think maybe once. You're yeah. right. They may have got. God, I, I would root for those teams against the Celtics all the time. The Terry Cummings. That yeah. Those Terry Cummings. Exactly. I'd root for the Neek uh, Hawks teams to right. get by Larry, yeah. and it just you know not as much as I wanted it to happen. Maybe if
0: Doc Rivers could hit a damn jumper. Come on, Doc. Help him out.
1: Help him out. No,
0: Doc was a really good player. It wasn't his fault.
1: We'll talk more NBA draft. I want to get Zay's thoughts on Mavs and uh, Rockets and what they did last night. We've already talked about Victor Wimbanyama just saying everything right, looking right, getting everything going, That even that weird green suitie That would look so dumb on any other human being. But somehow he made it work. Yo, that's the Opal Winfrey 90s collection, dog. Hey. That That's a different
0: suit. It takes a different type of brother to say okay to that.
1: Yeah, he got a free book from the book club with that one. <laughs> and that necklace and everything. I mean, he, he pulled it off. He made it work. You see those rings he was wearing? I don't wearing? know
0: if he pulled it off. But uh,
1: Somebody make, maybe can help if, if y'all know what's going on with the young folks. What was the significance, do you think, of the, on one hand, he had a diamond ring on his index finger. On the other hand, he had a, uh, the same type of diamond ring on his pinky, if I'm not mistaken. You might know what that signifies. I have no idea. I don't know if that's a symbolic thing in some way. Yeah. One hand and the other. I'm sure both of those rings cost together cost more than my car. Oh yeah. Uh, way more, probably more than my car and my house combined. Uh, but they were they were nice. I'm not sure what it represents he, though. He was looking awesome. He
0: might have the most swag that we've ever seen in San Antonio since George Iceman Gervin.
1: Oh. Okay. On like a superstar.
0: I'm not. Yeah, I'm like a superstar. Because like Steven
1: Jackson had swag,
0: right? But right. But it was different. Like Steven Jackson's swag was mixed with a lot of thug. <laughs> <laughs> love love Steven Jackson. He tell you himself. I love Steven. Like, I love yeah. him. He'll tell you himself. Like yeah, yeah. yo man, he is from got it from the mud type of brother. But yeah, like Iceman George Gervin again, the iconic poster where he's on the block of ice, oh, that's and a his great legs poster. are crossed, man. Yeah. Like. If they have Wimbenyama recreate that, I know he's not Iceman, but something like that, that'd be dope.
1: That'd be very cool. Yeah, that'd be really nice. We'll see what they'll do. Marketing-wise, there's so many things you could do with Victor Wimbenyama. Uh, we'll get into more of that talk. First, though, let's get you a flex segment, and we'll start over at College Station. Keep cool. <laughs> Flex ATX. For the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to FLXATX.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit BrainVault.com and join the movement. Oh, I hope they are staying hydrated over there at College Station. Veterans Memorial Park is where the 7-on-7 state tournament happens and it cranks up today for the higher classifications. So so here we go, 145, 315, and 445, Zay, are the start times of the three round robin games. Damn. Holy hell, Batman. Holy humidity.
0: i never asked you, how many guys can be on the roster or are allowed to be on the roster?
1: Ooh, that's a great question. I don't know, but from being there and seeing it a couple times, I'm, I'm going to guess the number is like, I don't know, 15-ish? Oh, no, that's too low. 15 nah, or 20, maybe?
0: Nah, for these weather conditions, okay, 20. Maybe it gets up to 20. Now nah, nah, that's what we're talking about. Yeah, something like that. This is one of those a hey, freshman JV guys, even though you might not have no chance of playing any varsity ball next year, with what we're dealing with the heat, we might have to just bring some extra bodies.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it definitely is going to get warm over there. So, here's some of the matchups that, uh, that jumped out to me. They'll get going again at 145. You play everybody... In your group, You have a group of four. Weiss is going to have Odessa and Lake Dallas in their group. San Marcos has got to get by Cy Falls and Timber Creek in their group. Round Rocks facing Abilene and Rudder. Um, Vista Ridge has Capel in their group. Westwood has Manville and San Antonio Johnson. I'm not sure if Manville is going to be really good this year. They used to be badass, but now they've kind of split off and taken some of those kids to another yeah. school I'm yeah. about to mention. So I'm not sure if they're great. Summit. Because that other one, Shadow Creek, that one's coming here in a second. Westlake, this is interesting to me. Westlake, Zay, they've got Red Oak in their group. The school up there in the Dallas area, right up 35. Right by where you're from. By Waxahachie. Used to be a lot smaller than Waxahachie, but it feels like it's growing by the day. And remember, there's some stud receivers and DBs. That four star guys, four and five stars that people are looking at. Mm. Especially, I think, I want to say it's even more maybe on the defensive side. So they are going to play Red Oak at some point today. We'll see how that one goes. Lake Travis has Shadow Creek in their group. The team I was just talking about, we'll see how talented they are this year. And then Dripping Springs has got the Woodlands in their group. You got to be first or second, that's how you advance be first or second out of your four, and you advance into tomorrow's round, and they thankfully start in the morning at like 845 on the first one, and you try to advance through, and usually they're done by 12, 1 o'clock or whatever. It is a fun event to check out, uh, but let's just hope everybody stays stays nice and hydrated. But local teams, that's eight of the teams in the area uh, looking to advance today. Yeah, let's see who shows out. I mean – Even
0: though it's summer, you're working to something bigger in the fall, and it starts here, and again, like we've been saying all week, it builds that chemistry and camaraderie like we've been talking about with DeSoto this past season who won the 7-on-7 event then went on to win the state championship in 5A. So Mm -hmm. it definitely translates, and we'll see if it does again whoever wins 7-on-7 this year.
1: All right, Zay, one of our favorite receivers in the area has added another offer, Miles Coleman from Vandegrift. Had Tulsa and UNLV in his pocket Now he's got North Texas Added to that offer list Keep an eye on that Class of, of 24 I'm interested to see who else will be interested In Miles Coleman by the end of this cycle That's a talented dude Yeah, I think Miles Coleman can play With all due respect to those three schools I think he can play at schools higher than that level
0: I agree I agree, and I think he's going to have an even bigger season than he did last year, and that's saying a lot with them going to the state championship. And, yeah, man, he's an absolute star. I know a lot of coaches are a little scared of his size, but, man, you see guys like Deuce Vaughn, it could be done. Oh, absolutely. It could definitely be done, and if you utilize him the right way, I think he could be a terrific player on the D1 level. I expect more offers to come. And
1: he's at a, he's at, he's at a position position where that size is not as big a deal as when you're talking about running backs. You can put him all over the field. Do all kinds of cool stuff with Miles Coleman. Also, uh, Chad O'Tutu is about ready to make his decision. The big offensive lineman at Weiss is down to UTSA and UNLV. So we wish him all the best. Uh, He will make his choice. Maybe sounds like pretty quick uh, he put that big question mark tweet out uh, on that. Check out FLXATX on your social media. So, Zay uh, Amen Thompson. And last night in and listening, I think we're going to go with the sound of ah at the beginning of both their names. So, Amen and Asar. Okay. We go with that? I'm good with it. Uh, Amen Thompson ends up in Houston. That's kind of what we were talking about in the last few days. Um, give me your thoughts on what he could be for the Rockets.
0: Um, Another spark. You know, he's so athletic and he's such a big guard at 6'7". He's going to cause a lot of mismatches and Him and Jalen Green and Jabari Smith and Alfred Sangoon, they got a lot of young core guys that they could build around. I don't know if Kevin Porter Jr. is going to be a part of it. The lefty, who is also pretty young, coming out of USC a few years ago, he's been pretty good for him. He's very streaky, but I think they've made their decision to stick with Green over a Kevin Porter Jr. And you see somebody like... Uh, and Amen Thompson being thrown into the bunch. I don't know what they're going to do there, but MAU Doka, he's a solid coach and I think he'll be able to figure it out. They have a ton of cap space and ton of money to throw around in free agency who knows if they could find maybe a, big-time all-star player to pair with their young core, they definitely could use that, but yeah, I like the Thompson twins. I think them going back to back is definitely iconic. We've never seen it before. That's so cool. Oh, it's so cool. They have a chance to be the greatest twins in the history of the NBA, from the Morris twins coming out of Kansas, from the Collins and the Brooks uh, twins. The Lopez Lopez twins. Yeah. Yeah, Brooke and Robin Lopez, both coming out of Stanford. I think they could be better than all three of those set of twins. And so, yeah, I know they made their parents
1: proud, and the
0: sky's the limit for both
1: of them. The, if they got picked 24 and 25, it'd be cool. If they got picked, like, 50 and 51, it'd be cool. They got picked 4 and 5. Right. That is unbelievable. And then the other great stat, you see this last night, they are the first – I think I got this right – they are the first twins to go top five and back-to-back in, like, all the four major sports – there's like one instance in hockey, the Sundeen brothers. I think it was. I think they went two three in one draft. Okay, but it's been like back in the 90s. Like there's been one time, but now I think they're the first. They're the first twins. I think because maybe those brothers aren't twins. Maybe that's what it was. They're the first twins to get drafted that high, and only the second you know, set of brothers to get drafted in any of the team sports other than those. I mean, it's only the second instance ever. That's crazy. It is
0: nuts. It is nuts. And there's always that, you know, worry about them coming from the overtime league. And did they just look so much more spectacular than all the 16- and 17-year-olds they were dominating, which these guys are 20, so there could be a huge difference there, but... They were good in 2022 in the Overtime League, and this past year in the Overtime League, they were champions in both of those seasons. So I think their game is going to translate. I like Asur going to the Pistons yep. that might be a better fit than his brother going to Houston just because there's so many guards in Houston not everybody could touch the ball with the other Thompson twin going to Detroit he could be more of a wing and be more of a defensive guy and his offensive game could develop around guys like Jaden Ivey and a Kate Cunningham so you know I I I think both of those guys are great picks, and again, like they got a lot in front of them. They have a ton of upside.
1: Yeah, it's really interesting stuff. Cool, uh, cool story for that family. Last night at four and five coming up, we'll talk more about what the Mavs did last night as well. I got to get Zay's thoughts on Lively before we're done.
0: Shout out to the person on the Specs text line that said Ime Udoka is an oak. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's that's well done. Well done. It'll take take a little time to explain that one, but that was well done uh, tying in a lot of things this week. That's fantastic. All right, coming up, we'll talk to Jeff Ketchum, orangebloods.com at 205. Huge recruiting weekend. Uh, Official visits coming in for Texas. We'll get his thoughts on all that and the commitment they got yesterday from Christian Clark out of Arizona. Up next it's where we at in society. Zay will let you know before he heads off on his honeymoon. This is The Horn.
0: Chad and Zay.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Aaron Rodgers ayahuasca session. <laughs> We're in stage four. Stage There's a longer build-up than I. Stage five, we'll start talking to <laughs> our teammates. Stage six, we might actually learn about the teammates. This one sounds weird. This is like some weird David Bowie I, track or something? I, I
0: could have sworn this ain't the song that I had.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or is this like some old metal song that like takes a while to get going? I guess.
0: 50 seconds, though? All
1: right. What do you got? The Moody Blues, oh. Ride My Seesaw. Mm. <laughs> Let me tell you what. When the Moody Blues put together Ride My Seesaw, no one was sober. Nobody. Their families weren't sober. They weren't sober. Well done, boys. The Moody Blues, ACDC, Brian Adams and Stevie Nicks. And if you haven't heard, Aaron Rodgers was at the psychedelics convention arguing for the legalization of psychedelics and ayahuasca and things like that and said that it helped him get better connected with his teammates. Apparently, a sober Aaron Rodgers couldn't just say, Hey man, where are you from? Apparently that's not possible. Um, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers gotta get all levels of uh levels, you know, hit different levels of his third eye before he can get to that that point. Um I respect it. No, he's he's do he does it a lot of different ways. When he said, yeah, one year I was
0: off it, 24 touchdowns, six interceptions, the next year I was on it, 48 touchdowns. <laughs> I like hate interception, so why not stay on it, huh?
1: It's it, all right. It is a great quote. Like, you, you know, you can hate Aaron Rodgers, and I know a lot of people do, but that is a fantastic line um, when he says, Yes, the official quote is, you know, going to be hard to cancel me because you know the previous year 26 touchdowns four interceptions we had a good season ayahuasca 48 touchdowns five interceptions mvp <laughs> what are you going to say end quote <laughs> that's great that's fantastic wow i can't say much uh and again we're talking a little jets today because they are our mount rushmore team of the day um i went joe Namath. Mark Gastineau, Darrell Revis, and Curtis Martin. Zay took Mark Gastineau out, and he went super local love with Garrett Wilson. I had to. One season's enough to put him on the Mount Rushmore, according to Zay. I didn't see Gastineau. Sorry. It's also the Cowboys and Jets week two. That's another reason we're talking a little bit of Jets today. Uh, We'll talk more Longhorns coming up at 205 with Jeff Ketchum of OrangeBloods.com. A lot of good visits coming in for Texas, and they got a big commit yesterday. We'll talk to him about. So, right.
0: so, so Chad, before we get into where we at,
1: yeah, got to you know establish something because yes, B and E they
0: make a very big deal. When I was the producer, and I got married while I produced the show, but I got married at the courthouse in the summer, right? And then we had our wedding, which you came to yes. in January. Mm-hmm. And they always give me grief that I have two anniversaries, and so people are asking me, I got two honeymoons. No, y'all. One anniversary, we do acknowledge the one in the summer, but the one that we really celebrate where we go out to eat and we exchange gifts and stuff— that's the one in January. That's the one where
1: everybody showed everybody up. Everybody showed up. Exactly. The ceremony. The ceremony. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Right. Okay. So, All right. yeah, I, my wife has not finessed me into making me give her two gifts oh, that's for two different anniversaries. I
1: am not that whip. Okay, so you go one ceremony, therefore your anniversary is in January. Yes. And this is the first honeymoon and only honeymoon you've been on. The
0: only one. Okay.
1: Okay. There yeah.
0: it is. There it is. Yeah, just let the people know. People asking and stuff. Just letting y'all know because y'all are so concerned. Yeah. I am not that whip.
1: That is fantastic. Love my
0: wife. I am not that whip.
1: Fantastic. Uh and yes, Kevin Mawai getting a lot of love today from folks that know the Jets. That uh that he's he's on some people's mouth Rushmore. where's Wayne Krebett? Wayne Krebett, yeah. Come on, man. Wayne was damn good. I don't think he was that good, though. <laughs> I don't think he was that good. Uh, When I was growing up, what was that cat's name? Wesley Walker was a badass Jets receiver. Not quite Mount Rushmore worthy, but he was damn good. Richard Todd at quarterback. Freeman McNeil as running back. A couple of my Aggie running backs ended up as Jets, but I don't think any of them end up at uh, Mount Rushmore level. uh, We've hit that today. Let's get into a little where we at in society. Last one before Zay goes on to honeymoon. Let's see what he wants to get to.
0: Where are
1: we at in society today? All right, Zay, do I need to go to Twitter one more time before you... Uh... Yeah, yeah. go
0: to Twitter, all right. and it's one of your favorite people and one of the greatest NBA players of all time. Some people argue maybe the greatest of all time. Mm-hmm. Rihanna and Le- and LeBron oh. met overseas at some fashion event. Oh, how about and that? And I'm gonna ask you and the people: Is this inappropriate or not?
1: Uh, Rihanna, right.
0: Rihanna is pregnant with her second baby with ASAP Rocky, and she's wearing this jacket to where it's open, and she just has on like a, a like a crop top slash sports bra,
1: but the baby's. Out the belly showing. It's designed to show. It's designed to expose the belly. Right, and
0: she couldn't look more incredible. By the way, she's wearing all blue. She just glowing. So LeBron James gives her a hug, greets her,
1: and then rubs the baby bump. He does put his hand on the bump. Puts the hand on the bump. As if if to say, congratulations on the baby. Yes. Now, I haven't heard the audio of it. Is there anything like a may I or... I
0: don't know. It's like music playing in the background, but... Rihanna's always been a huge LeBron fan. Yeah, I say, or did she scream out like, LeBron, touch my oh, baby, touch she's my a, baby. <laughs> she's a huge LeBron fan going back to his heat days. Like okay. She used to go to heat games. She's always supported LeBron, which makes people as ignorant as they could be to think that they might have had something back in the day. Even though LeBron's always been with Savannah, always been with his wife, Yeah, high school sweetheart, Rihanna's been with Drake, Obviously Chris Brown, now with ASAP Rocky, but, you know, there's never been any real depth to LeBron and Rihanna doing anything together. Right. But I showed my wife this, and she kind of lost it. She said, oh, that's so disrespectful. If he didn't ask, you do not touch a woman's bump. Yeah. And I, mean, I go, but baby, it's it's LeBron James. Yeah. And she's like, I don't matter who it
1: is. Yeah, that doesn't give him the right to touch the bump, I don't think. I mean, I don't know what – again – Is this literally the first time they've ever met? No, no. Okay, they know each other. They know each other. If they're friends on a certain level, maybe it's something that, you know, there's an understanding there. Uh, But, yeah, it's a little weird. That's one, even though the garment itself exposes it in a different way, I would probably, unless it is my wife. Right. Even even when it is my wife, I don't. I'm not going to always assume that I get to touch the baby bump. But if it's, especially if it's somebody else, I probably would ask there. Yeah, I, if I'm just anybody, uh, I wouldn't try that with Rihanna. LeBron. Right. LeBron may get away with it in a different way, but nobody else should try that. And that's it. Yeah. Like, is it because it's LeBron
0: that it's okay? And she's always been a huge LeBron fan, and they obviously have a good relationship because she doesn't look no, like she doesn't look no. she doesn't like it was a problem. And like. I- she she touched his hand but it was kind of like she was saying thank you and he was obviously complimenting her
1: and telling her congratulations on the baby. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we don't know. They could have been together at some point. She's got, you know, when she's pregnant and she could have literally said to him, "Hey, hey, hey, feel right here. It's been kicking." You know, something like that. That's something that I've that is something that I've had happen to me with a friend. You know, friend or family member or something like that, you are given that permission. Hey, 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 put your hand right here. You can feel. You feel that? Oh, it's kicking. Something like that. That may have already happened, so the fact that he gets to that point, maybe he feels like it's acceptable. I don't know. (laughs) Somebody on the Specs text line said, I let LeBron rub my wife's baby bump. If it
0: gave me a chance of having a son that's good at basketball. There
1: you go. I don't think it works that way,
0: but hey, anything.
1: The biggest lesson we learn out of that video is this. The pregnant woman glow is real, but when it's Rihanna, it is real. Oh my gosh. She looks incredible. Yeah.
0: She's one of the most beautiful
1: women wow. in the world. Yeah. She is Man. unbelievable.
0: Still see now, Chad, if so, she was rocking that outfit, going back to the Super Bowl performance. I was just about to ask. If she you, was rocking yep. that outfit, you'd
1: have been okay with that. I it.
0: would have been that would have been one of the greatest performances we've ever seen. Remember, that's the only thing I had a problem with. Yeah, because look at her, Chad. She could have pulled off
1: the more skin look. She could have pulled it off. Yeah, she looks complete. You're right. She looks completely non bothered by what happened, but what LeBron did. Yeah, completely non not bothered.
0: And that's why people are speculating. Oh, maybe her love for LeBron is this real to where (laughs) you know. And then, where's it for Aceb Rocky, the baby dad? Would you be offended if somebody did this to your wife, open belly and all?
1: Um, If they'd never met, yeah. But if it's, again, if it's it's Braun, there's a friendship here, that's different. That's a little different.
0: Like a Troy Aikman, 90s, rubbed your wife in the belly, how would you feel?
1: The day they met? (laughs) Yes. I would probably get tackled to the ground because I would say something like, hey, eight. Easy now. Wow. Y'all just met. And then they tackle me to the ground. After the rings? If they already knew each other, that'd be different. Okay. Yeah, I mean, you got to wow, have a relationship there. Wow, look at you. I would hope I would be that guy. Interesting. Nah, in real life, I would probably just go, oh, you're Troy Aikman. <laughs> and that'd be it. <laughs> But in my mind, I would be that cool husband that would try that. I don't know if it would work. All right, so if you haven't seen that one, check it out. Remember, Zay is at ain't that underscore Zay. I'm at C Hastings 1049 Zay, are you going to be in social media land at all while you're on your honeymoon, or are you going to just disconnect? I'll do a little something-something. A little something? Yeah, a little something-something for the people. Just
0: show how much of a good time we're having.
1: I was going to say, what do they call – I know what a thirst trap is on social media. What do you call it when you put the picture of a vacation out because you're trying to make everybody jealous? A jealous trap? What? What do they call that? Is there a name for that?
0: I don't know if there's a name for that.
1: Because a lot of people get yeah, into those. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You'll see the picture of the palm trees. Oh, and, yeah. On the beach, the sand, and the water Oh yeah. Stuff. Oh, yeah. Not a bad way to spend a Tuesday. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm glad they're there, but I'm a little jealous that they're there. That's going to be Zay next week. Up next, your 2 o'clock hour. We'll start it with some recruiting talk. Jeff Ketchum, OrangeBloods.com. The get that the Longhorns got yesterday and the different recruits coming in this weekend uh, that would make make it even bigger news for the week. We'll get Catch's thoughts on all of that. Don't move. It's the Horn.